Now more than ever, people are focused on getting and staying healthy. Much more than primary care, PartnerMD provides affordable, individualized concierge care to help you make the most of your health without all the hassles of traditional health care. With highly trained physicians, medically advanced testing, and virtually no waiting, PartnerMD is better health care for an even better you. Visit PartnerMD.com to learn more. Hello, listeners. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. How are you today? It's a couple minutes before 12 that I'm starting the podcast, so it is good morning, but soon to be good afternoon. Good noon and good afternoon. That one second where it's noon, to be precise. Well, it is, uh, once again, I know it's redundant. I know a lot of the people that are listening right now, they just had a bunch of snow fall fall on them and they have more coming their way. I I really miss, I know you're going to think I'm crazy for saying this, I really miss having that, having to shovel and listen, hear me out, hear me out before you go and say you're you fucking idiot, Jim. No, uh, the reason why I, I love it, well, I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy the first snowfall. The second and third get kind of tiresome after you shovel, you know, you're shoveling it and stuff like that, but... And you're driving in it. Mm. Yeah, I understand that. But I have... I miss the thing it does to my psyche. Because you've heard me say this before. It's really being able to experience the beautiful weather down here. And it's a beautiful day. It's around 79, 78 degrees. Sunny. Relatively dry. Weather... You kind of become jaded with the weather. Yeah. And you just come up and you just say, oh, it's always, it's perfect. It's a perfect day. It's not always perfect here. It gets hot too. It's not like San Diego where it's every, you know, 73, 74 and sunny. But we get a lot of beautiful days down here. And I guess people recognize that because the... I went, I was down on the road today. It was busy. The roads were busy. And I had a notary signing for um, this lovely woman. I want to say lovely. She was just a sweetheart, you know, an older woman from up north. Uh, It was a pleasure to do business. But when I was coming back, I'm mailing her documents overnight. I'm sending them overnight. So I go to, you've heard me describe the keys. We're just one main road. The overseas highway starts up on the mainland, goes over the stretch. We call the stretch about 18 miles or more. Yeah, about 18 miles. And then it's about 108 miles down the Key West. And that's the one main road. Now you get the Key West and then towns like Marathon and there's some side streets. Key Largo is mainly, we have some side, we have some side streets, but very, very few that continue a a distance. So our main road is, our one main road 
is the overseas highway. Just like every other key until you get down to Key West. And I'm heading back and I'm, I told him, I said, listen, I'll do the mail. And I stop at the, U, I'm going to the UPS store. And have an expectation when I go to the UPS store when it is January 6th. When it's January 6th. Because it's after New Year's. I have an expectation that it be not overly crowded. And the parking lot was full. The parking lot was full of cars. Just lots of people coming in. I saw two of the rental campers, those you know RV America campers, parked off to the side, and uh, that that's just one, you know one of the things. But otherwise, all the spaces were taken up, and you could tell that there are people coming down for vacation. It's it's I don't know if it's because. Air travel and everything was so screwed up during Christmas week, and a lot of people canceled, and so they they're trying to squeeze that in. We're still seeing some families come in, so someone may have extended winter breaks, right? So it started it our busy season. I'm going to officially say it has begun. Because usually it doesn't begin until Valentine's Day, February 14th. And then we see it. But we see it. We had a pretty good night last night at the uh, at the restaurant I work at. Uh, yesterday was my double. So nice, nice bunch of people coming in. Nice bunch of people. I really enjoy the company. But we don't have... We don't meter the... Entrance of the people, meaning we get people, they get seated immediately. They get seated immediately because we don't have a host stand. And people say, can you, how long is the wait time? And so we don't have a wait time, but you wait, you may wait for your food because everyone comes in. It's just the nature of the beast. People like to eat between 6.30 and 8 o'clock. That's what we get. And I guess the lion's share of that is 7 o'clock. Somewhere, you know, when you got a big group of people, some of the older people and the younger people say, well, I don't want to eat. I want to eat a little later, you know. I like, I, even at this time of my life, I like eating around seven thirty, eight o'clock. I can eat later. I'm not a stranger to eating later. I can eat at 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yeah, I've eaten at 10, 10.30. I was at that Polish wedding. I told you that Polish wedding was, Christ, how long was it? 15 hours long. The 10th hour, I was still eating at 11 o'clock at night. I had food. When they have food out, how are you with that? I mean, when there's food available, I'll eat it. So where was I going with that? Yeah, the, the people were... It, it's a nice change of pace, but we are... We do have a couple... We don't have any... You know, I'm not saying the long-term deaths or anything like that, but we do have people out sick. And we're not exactly struggling. We are making arrangements. Moving things around. 
And you notice a lot of people coming in with the sniffles and the cough and all that stuff. And people say, it's just the cold, it's just the cold. You know, and people go, oh, I'm sorry. And one young woman came in. She looked like she was in her mid-30s. Originally, I thought she was in her 20s. And mid to late 30s, an attractive woman from Buffalo, New York. And she... um, Oh, I remember her name. I'm, I'm not going to say her name, but she she came in. She came in to eat the other night at nine fifteen. Our kitchen during the week closes down at nine, and she got in last night at eight thirty. And you could tell that that was her thing. She likes to eat late at night. You know, Buffalo, New York, Philadelphia, and things like that. The kitchens are open till ten, eleven o'clock. A lot of places. I mean, the local pizza place. That's the late. That's the late place here in town. The pizza, the pizza places. I guess high people like to eat pizza at any time of the night. But there is no accounting for their drinks, though. We had, a, you know, we get some margaritas, some other drinks. I mean, these people seem to be professionals because they're ordering their own drinks. Even though they're tourists or seasonals or whatever, they're not drinking the regular touristy drinks. Not a lot of margaritas or pina coladas, uh, mojitos that we get. So they they were they drink like locals. I don't mean the the quantity that locals drink and. There's no quantity difference really between tourists and, and locals. It's just a matter between a personal thing. So while we're talking about personal, you've heard my ongoing epic uh, engagement with catfishers. And what catfishing is, is a technique used online where you have a profile. And I don't call it a person because a profile is not necessarily the person that's on social media. You've seen your friends and if you do use social media, you've seen your friends say, hey, my 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 Facebook has been hacked. No, you, you haven't been hacked. What someone did was they created a profile that was similar to yours and they sent out friend requests to your friends list. And that's what they do. And you'll look at it and you say, wow, I, I'm already a friend with Don, but it looks like he we only share like two or three friends. Well, that's two or three people that were pulled into the scam. The scam is getting you to friend them. That's not exactly catfishing either. That's just... I, I don't know what they do. I don't know what they do with that information. Sometimes I get with those bogus informations when you accidentally click friend, accept on one of these social media applications. They'll people say, hey, Jim, this is so-and-so. And they're a friend of yours. Did you hear the good news? And then I usually respond, do you mean Jesus or the Facebook lottery? Because 
normally people don't proselytize on social networking. So it's normally this thing. Uh, last year, the thing was the Facebook. Um, Facebook has a lottery, and you won, and it's some kind of ridiculous amount of money. And they'll say, "Oh, you're going to have to contact this information." Now, what they're doing is that dummy profile is contacting you and they're giving you information to call into a phone bank or something and they'll say oh listen yes you did win a lottery but in order to get the credentialed information or whatever they want to say we got to send you a package and that's going to cost a certain amount of money which Makes sense. You're going to say, hey, listen, we can't just send you the money. We got to find out who you are. You know? I mean, not, once you get by the ridiculousness that someone just randomly pulled your name off Facebook and is going to give you $100,000. And with that kind of thing, when they say the Facebook lottery, and they say, oh, I didn't think I was allowed to win it twice. Because I was just paid $58,324 last, uh, last month. And I just got my money. It just showed up in my account. I just used it to buy uh, a Tesla. I go on another story like that. And people go, but it's amazing. Is it possible I have it twice? Oh, they have my information. If it's the same Facebook thing, then I don't have to be credentialed because they could send it to the same person. They proved it was me the first time. They don't have to do it the second. Same bank. Just send it. I didn't do it. I didn't get it. So I'm just talking to them. And so whenever they say the good news, is a what is it? And then this time around, when I get some of those, um, this time around, they said housing and urban development or something, something, social housing and social services is giving away this amount of money and I'm like why would they be giving this money away and they'll come up with well people need it and they say well if they need it shouldn't they contact them by some way like through their tax return or some social services not randomly being contacted by people to ask for ten to fifteen thousand dollars So besides that, that's that's one of the other scams. And then oh, you, there's phone scams and all this stuff. You're you're under investigation and things like that. You rarely get contacted like that for social media. What I get a lot of, because I have some, you know, I have a couple thousand followers on Facebook, and uh, maybe, maybe over four thousand, and maybe fifteen to two thousand on. Twitter and Instagram. And what I get contacted is on Instagram. And a lot of it's on Instagram now. And I get these really pictures of these beautiful young women. And they're contacting my... On Instagram and Twitter, I don't have a personal account. I have a business account. And it says Keys Bartender. 
So I guess they see Keys bartender. It's a bartender in the Keys and things like that. But I have a picture of my logo. And the logo says it's a podcast. And if you read it, it says it's a podcast. But what they do is they just send out all these friend requests to guys that appear to be middle-aged. And they're usually not handsome guys either. So I take a little umbrage there. But maybe because they're looking at the pixelated picture to go, well, this guy, you know, I have a, my Keys bartender one has a little... Uh, I guess it would be called slightly abstract. It was a feature I used when I I took a picture of me holding the shot glass up to the mirror. It was a selfie, and it just it turned it turned out to be a good picture. So I thought it was a good picture. I guess it's a good picture to see. Hey, if a catfisher comes along, I'm going to contact this guy. He probably doesn't have too much female companionship because if someone has a lot of female companionship right catfishing I mean I don't understand how can you catfish someone who already has several relationships going why would you why would you need it unless you're like really addicted to it stuff so I get contacted by these beautiful a lot of Asian some from other different places. And, and originally, the first uh, profiles that would contact you would be one, they've tried to friend you, one person, uh, one person, there's always one person, but one photo, one sexy photo. <clears throat> so it looks like automatically. And now they get smarter. Some of them, they develop a site where they have like 12, 20 pictures of it. And it's the same person. Because sometimes they put different and sometimes if you go deeper into the, their profile, you'll see that if you see more info about, if you go and check it, it'll say mail, right? And say their name and their name will be Gary or Dan or or Donald. And they're pretending to be a woman. It doesn't really matter who's contacting you because it, what they're doing is on Instagram, they'll contact you and They'll pretend it. Sometimes it's an accident. I'm trying to contact someone. That's a new one I get. I get the one where the person, um, someone was contacting someone in Miami, thought they were, and they said, "Listen, I'm looking to buy some property, and uh, I'm going to be there. Do you want to stay with me?" Now. I, I went and called up. I said, oh, this isn't the person that you were trying to address. And I, this could be a real person. This could be a real person. They just want to talk to an, an, an older American man when they're this gorgeous Asian woman who seems to be in her mid to late 20s or early 30s. And I pretty much tell them my situation by how many jobs I have. And if you look at all the jobs I have, you would quickly surmise that I am not the sugar daddy you're looking for. Right? I'm a bartender. I'm a fitness instructor. Usually wrote those two things to say, you see those two things. Maybe, maybe you put together a personality model and say, hey, the things they do make it sound like they may not have a problem meeting people. And if they go to your 
profile, they can see your picture. You have a beautiful woman with you and stuff like that. Why would you be desperate for someone? I mean, it seems like they just want to engage certain people. And it's a game of numbers. So they're talking to different people. I know when I'm in a conversation with them that if you engage uh, this one in particular uh, person I was talking to, I, I would respond back and forth and say, "Oh, I, I you know, I am. I mentioned I'm married, blah blah blah." And now they're not saying they look like they're looking for a husband. They're not saying that anymore. We used to say that, and say, "Why are you talking to me if you're not interested in?" In having a long-term relationship. Well, I'm married. I don't know. I don't know why you originally contacted me because the profile I have is for a podcast. And the reason I was talking to you is I was hope beyond hope that you were a listener. Now, I did recently get some listenership from Taiwan. From Taiwan. And they're still downloading from Taiwan. So I guess maybe I convert. I may have converted them into listeners, and they say, "Well, we can learn how to, you know, we can learn tactics." So I hope they're not trying to learn from me. Then how the catfish people? I mean, you can if you want to take the time, but then once you once you take the time trying to nuance the relationship. You're taking too much time. And what they do is a game of numbers. They all have like 50, 60 conversations going and say, listen, I'd like to come to Miami, but I'm coming up a little short. So they're not going to hit you up. They're saying they're coming from Malaysia or this place. I'm coming up a little short. I need another $100, $200. And see see what they can get. See what they can get. And if you got like 50, 60 people on the hook and they're real desperate for it. I told you about that fireman, older, retired fireman. He's in his late 70s. He's lost at least three wives to unforeseen deaths. It's kind of, you know, I'm not saying anything about that. He, He came to me last year and asked if I was still doing the wedding officiating. And I asked, yeah, why? He goes, well, I met this girl, blah, blah, blah. And he shows me a picture and it's a 30-something-year-old Cuban woman or Colombian woman. And he goes, do you think this is um, a scam? And I go, do you want to hear the truth? I mean, you really considered marrying this person? Did they come here? Did you meet them yet? No, no, no. It was all no's. And I said, well, what I think seem to think is that before you meet them, they're going to ask you for money. Or they'll, you'll never meet them. But they'll definitely ask you for money. And, and if it's a real person, it's all about the money. I, that's what I think. And these are really gorgeous women. And I have one, I had one woman who has a Russian background, but she looks to be living in Miami. She contacted me by accident. This accidental contact. And then I have another one. A really, I mean, she looks like she's in Miami or something like that. Her name's Maria. And she goes, what's the exact, I'll tell you the exact message. And she could be real. But I mean, I, I think it's unlikely. Here it is. I'll read it to you for a minute. Hi, I don't think we know each other. 
I first wanted to apologize for the request because it was not yours. I don't know what that means. But rather a friend, I'm really sorry because it was a handling error on my part. And Bar-Bur, I don't know what that means, Bar-Bur. If you don't mind, we can remain friends and get to know each other if you want to. Yeah, and so I answered, yes, that would be fine. Anyway, I usually don't know my friend request since this is the profile for my podcast. And then I put the website, www.keysbartender.com. Happy to get to know you. I haven't heard from him again. It was uh, Maria, and I think her, uh, I don't want to say her last name, official, they spell official wrong, Maria Gomez dot official at Instagram. But, um, a lovely Latin girl. I mean, it seems to be that's all there is now with these scams. It's a good. It's a good business model, I guess. If you just get a one hundred or two um, two hundred profiles, and eventually, I think it would be really interesting. If a really young, attractive woman, wealthy woman, would just get a profile and put a picture of a middle-aged to older man on in their profile and see what would happen. And say, oh no, this is not, this is my fake profile, so I don't get bugged. So I can like things and all that stuff. Um, if If you think, and dear listener... If you think that someone 30 years older or younger than you, 32 from around the world, is contacting you, if you are on the... There are guys, obviously, guys with shitloads of money that can get contacted. I mean, they have websites and, you know, uh, these clickbait uh, um, advertising on social media that shows billionaire wives of older billionaires and these are just beautiful women and they're not I mean there's no uh, there could be real love there it could possibly possibly be real love there and they may say my major thing I look for is financial security and once I get the financial security I love the person you know that's that may be it I mean, I guess it's legitimate, but contacting me when someone has to have the jobs I have. I just went out into that notary work. I I was at the gym earlier. I got to teach a class tomorrow, and then tonight I'm bartending, and tomorrow bartending Saturday. That doesn't mean that you have excess income to send people. I mean, if I was wealthy, I may entertain that stuff and say, hey, listen, if you're a real girl, send me some pictures, blah, blah, blah. If I was an older wealthy guy and was lonely, I might very well do that and say, listen, you're welcome to come and stay at my estate, this and that. You got to make sure, I got to make sure that you're over a certain age. You don't need to be trafficking, human trafficking in underage women. But almost all of it, I can certainly say that usually your first impression is right when you get an unsolicited one. But 
I really am starting to realize at the magnitude of it because of all the ones I get for Key's Bartender. Because there is very little reason. Normally it'd be a guy with his shirt off, an older man with his shirt off. And I do hail these older guys that don't doctor their photos. That's great. And if it is doctored, you better get a better doctored photo up. If you're going to fake it, you might as well fake it all the way. You know, a, a 28-year-old Patrick Swayze, you know, in Roadhouse. Or, well, I mean, I guess the hair would be wrong. Someone, well, I guess it would because maybe someone may, may not know who that is in Asia. But I mean, if I, I guess if you did, if I did change the photo and I put a photo of some good looking bodybuilder, I'm a good looking guy for 58. I realize that. It sounds kind of conceited, but I work hard for that. This is the truth. I realize I'm, I'm is that conceited? I realize I'm, I, re, I realize it eventually, you know, that I am. And I realize I'm getting older though. And there's, and I also realize there's younger guys and objectively or subjectively more handsome and have more money. So I realize the magnitude of the problem when I've seen that they're willing to spend time talking to someone who's kind of like on to them and isn't there. Thing. They never ask for a picture of me. I guess they see the picture in my, um, every so often they send a picture back. Oh, I like your Christmas tree. I like you this. I like that. That's great. Um, and I'm, yeah. And if someone says I want to be friends, you want to learn something about the United States, I'm willing to do that. But if you really want to learn more about the United States and from my experiences, I just say go to the podcast. Because I just say tons of shit on it. And they get kind of offended some of these. I guess it's some of them are girls that are doing it. Some of them are girls because they really get offended when they when they tell them and say, listen, I don't think, oh, well, you're, you're saying, you know, if you call them out and tell them what you think they're doing, they, a lot of times, they'll feign or pretend to be insulted. Don't be insulted. You just got you just got caught there. But I'm still going to contact them. I hope they I hope they don't stop contacting me because it's fun. I'd like to thank you for listening. We're in the sixth day of January, and I am really happy that you are listening. And I hope that you have the 2022 is a good day, a good year. Oh God, I'm losing steam right now. I'm losing steam. So I'm going to sign off. And I'd like to thank you. Keep on, keep those downloads. Keep on keeping on. Keep on trucking. Right? Talk to you later. Bye. 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 Music, play. Bye.